Hi guys, it's Sister Spill and welcome back to Spillcast. Hope you guys are having a great end of September. Can't believe it's almost October already. It's crazy how time flies. I feel like, is this just me or like since the COVID pandemic started, like has time just been so messed up for you guys? Because it has for me. Like I definitely feel like when the pandemic started, it just warped my entire perception of time because we were inside for so long and then everything felt like long and stretched but then it also felt fast like it's just been so crazy and I feel like that's life in general but the pandemic definitely affected my perception of time but anyways almost October which means almost Halloween and that's Halloween has never been like my favorite holiday or anything not that I don't like it but it hasn't been one that I'm like oh my god I'm so excited for Halloween this year but Maybe it's some of your guys' favorite holidays. Who knows? Um, That can be exciting. Uh, Yeah, I'm trying to think of what's been going on with me since last week. Um, I'm just kind of vibing. I'm working on um, college applications. That's literally all I've been doing. College applications and school and extracurricular activities is basically all I've been doing. So, oh, and I have been editing my Sienna May video, which I said I would stop talking about, but it's actually, like, nearly done, which is so exciting because I have not made this much progress on a video in so long, and um, I hope to get this out, you know, in the next week. So, very exciting, very exciting. I'm, I'm proud of, you know, all the research that I did to go into it. But anyways, I have kind of just been working on things and my future and been extremely overwhelmed. It's, it's so overwhelming, honestly. Like, if I'm being honest, I don't, I don't know how I'm going to handle, like, everything that I'm doing, but I take it day by day, and you guys have seen me progress through this podcast alone, which is crazy to me. Like, if you've been listening for a long time, since the beginning, or, you know, even just, like, a couple months, you have probably heard all of the things that I've been up to, and the ways that I've grown, and things that I say that maybe have changed, it's kind of cool. Like, it's kind of cool if you've been here for a while and you've seen uh, me progress. I think that's super amazing. And I've also had a couple of people who ask for advice, like, who have had consistent, you know, messages coming at me. And I've seen how you guys have changed and how you've resolved your different disputes and issues so it's it's kind of cool it's very crazy like I I feel like I have like a genuine little community here and again like I've said before I seriously love and appreciate you guys so much because although it can get overwhelming and like I have you know a million things to do today I'm still taking the time to sit down and record this podcast because I truly do love having just a conversation with you guys and helping you guys out with your problems it just means a lot to me that some of you guys lean on me, a regular teenage girl, to help you with your problems and, you know, it's a great learning experience for me as well because I get to think about some of this stuff and try and work through it and it's really difficult because a lot of times I know I say like, oh, I don't even know, I don't even know what I would do because I don't, you know, you guys are dealing with some hard stuff and it's I'm, I'm glad that you feel like you have someone to come to, but also sometimes I do doubt, like, my skills. I'm like, you know what, am I even, like, qualified to give, give these people advice? 
Like, I am just a regular girl in high school. I deal with half of these same problems or I have dealt with them before. And it makes me feel like sometimes, you know, maybe I'm not cut out for this. Maybe I'm not fit to be giving advice. Someone should just go get a therapist instead. But I realize the reason that people ask, like, me for advice is because I am a relatable teenager who has dealt with experiences like this and maybe some older therapist might not understand that, you know? So don't worry, guys. I'm not like, you know, putting myself down. I'm just saying that I have felt that in the past, but you guys have shown me so much love that like, it's hard for me to feel that because I get so many good, you know, reviews from you guys, whether it's on like, you know, Apple podcasts, I'll get reviews or I'll just get really nice emails or DMs with good feedback regarding my podcast and it makes me so happy that you guys are actually finding this beneficial because I do worry a lot like oh did 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 what I just say like make sense you know I think that all the time but you guys are really good at reassuring me and like saying so many positive things so I really really appreciate that and I just wanted to let you know that today but with that I just want to jump right into the advice segment I know everyone's favorite, Um, but yeah, I have this voice message that we're going to listen to. I'm going through like a lot right now, and one of these things include one of my best friends. About a month ago, it was my birthday, and my sister surprised me with three tickets to my favorite singer, Madison Beer's tour. One of the tickets is for me, one is for the friend I want to bring with me, and one is for her. I had a friend in mind, but she's been getting really toxic lately. If I vent to her, she always says, I'm sorry, but I have things going on too, or oh, or other basic dry things you say whenever a toxic friend replies to a vent. And not to mention the group of my other friends, they've been leaving me out and she's saying it's my fault that I'm not trying hard enough. The tour is coming up, like, basically next month, and I don't know how to tell her that I don't want to bring her with me anymore, because I know it's going to hurt her feelings, because she really likes her, too. Okay, so there's there's a couple ways you could go about this, and first of all, I just want to say, like, I'm I'm glad that um, you're going to Madison Beer's concert, because I actually love her new album, and it seems weird, because a lot of people were introduced to her through TikTok, which... I wasn't. I've known her for years now because I I downloaded one of her songs on like iTunes forever ago. It's Dead by Madison Beer. Um, It's a good song. Check it out. But I downloaded one of her songs like a while ago and it's like one of those songs that like whenever I go in my car and I uh, the Bluetooth connects or whatever and I'm not on Spotify, it automatically plays that song. I know you guys know what I'm talking about. Some of you guys at least. But, like, sometimes a song will autoplay on Bluetooth and Dead is the song that always comes up. So, I'm, I'm a little bit tired of it just because it, it starts playing a lot in my car when I don't want it to. Um, but, anyways, I've been introduced to Madison Beer for years now and I've always thought that she's had a gorgeous voice. Yes, she has been through some, some controversy, some problematic things. Uh, but a, a lot of it, I feel like, is definitely overblown or... Um, things that she's learned from, and I feel like we need to, like, you know, this is a whole different thing to talk about, but I will just say we need to rewire the way that we look at people 
on social media and like the way we judge people and cancel culture and all of that because it can really be detrimental to someone's image when you know you probably know someone worse than her in real life and you still talk to them you know what I'm saying like it's just some of the the hate that she gets she doesn't deserve and even if you don't like her you have to admit that she does have a very very pretty voice she has a good voice she really does if you guys want to like um check it out there's like you know live recordings of her I think there was like a live um a live recording of her doing her song Reckless in like a studio and it was really gorgeous like she did such a great job and I think people are just now realizing like hey like Madison Beer is not just like this TikTok girl who's pretty like she is a really good singer and she's very musically talented um her voice at sometimes reminds me of Ariana Grande's actually it's definitely different it has its own style but like she has a similar ish voice um but she came out with an album I don't even know when it was like it was this year though um I think right I think it was um yeah it was it's called life support and on that she has a couple songs you guys might recognize like selfish I'm sure a lot of people know that one um like baby um whatever she has a lot of like you know she has a couple hit songs in there that people used on TikTok and whatnot um but she has some really gorgeous songs on there and I recommend you all give it a listen one of my favorites is blue if you guys want to listen to that one blue by Madison Beer um but sorry I'm ranting about Madison Beer but anyways I just wanted to say that I'm glad that um people recognize her actual like singing talent because they just see her as pretty a lot of the times and I actually checked they she's coming to my city and I'm like first of all I've never been to a concert which is crazy to me because I guess when I was younger I didn't have like a favorite artist I had so many and that's like still to this day I have so many like people that I like that I I just never even like know who I would even go to a concert for and like and then I just never take the time to look up when concerts are and then I see someone post on their story and they're like oh I just went to this concert I'm like oh my god like why did I not hear about this I would have gone to that and the hard thing too is getting friends to go with you um because like I I'm considering going to like the Madison Beer concert because I love her album like I, I didn't expect it but you know I love it actually there's so many songs in there that I really like um but I don't have friends who listen to Madison Beer because she's still, like, a smaller artist. So I, you know, I'm struggling because I'm like, okay, like, my mom would go with me, but, like, I don't want to go with my mom, you know? I want to go with a friend, and I don't want to go alone to a concert, so it's, like, a struggle. So I, the way that this ties all in is, first of all, I'm just off topic, like Madison Beer, um, but it ties in because you know, you do have a friend that will go with you, and I feel like, especially because you said that she really likes Madison Beer, I I don't know if withholding the ticket from her is the best thing to do. Now, of course, it's your choice. Like, no one is telling you you have to go to the concert with her, but I feel like if you are at this point where you've told her that she's gonna go with you, and she thinks she's going with you, and she's excited about seeing one of her favorite artists, I feel like it might not be the best idea to just like revoke your offer and say, hey, I don't want you coming to the concert with me because it just might things make, make things super tense between you guys and I don't want that for you. At the same time though, like I said, like you don't have to go with her and so if worst comes to worst and you really don't want to go with her, then I would say the best way to go about it is to just have a face-to-face conversation with her and just be like, hey, I feel like things have been kind of tense in our friendship lately and I think it's best that you know, I go with someone else or something like that. 
Um, but like I said, I would definitely try to avoid that just because at the end of the day, like if I were fighting with someone and let's say like I even, you know, stopped being friends with a girl like a week before a concert that we were going to together, I would still probably let her have the ticket and go with her even if like I didn't sit or even if I didn't like interact with her much or whatever. Like, I would still do that just because I feel like when it comes to something like that, that is already almost, I don't want to say promise, but, but set up, it, it just doesn't seem exactly right to just, like, take that away. Um, but at the same time, I, like, I see where you're coming from, and like I said, you have no obligation to her. If she's acting like a brat, like, you don't have to take her to the concert. Like, that's totally fine. It's just, like, it might make things a little bit harder, so it's that's entirely up to you. Um, but I would say if she's saying things like, "Oh, you know what? I have a lot going on my life on in my life too," that is something that I've definitely heard from people before. And I want to say like, it's not an, it's not a great thing to hear, you know, because you feel like your problems don't matter and only theirs matter because you know you try and tell them things and they just not ignore you, but like basically ignore what is going on with you, and that can be frustrating for sure. Um, I think that, you know, there isn't too much you can do in a situation like this because at the end of the day, people are only going to listen to how much they want to listen to. And if she doesn't want to listen to your problems, she's just not going to. And that sucks. And I don't think that that's a very good friend or a real friend, but, you know, consider, this is what I, I like to tell people is just consider it from her perspective. Because if she is going through a lot, I can understand why it could be hard for her to listen to everyone else's problems. That's valid, but to an extent, if you are friends with someone, a part of a good friendship is being there for each other no matter what. And so, if I'm going through a hundred million things in my life right now, I'm still going to be there, even if it's just a little bit, I'm just going to be there to acknowledge my friend's problems. And if she's not doing that, then yes, there's a fundamental problem with your friendship and that's definitely something that you need to communicate with her uh, about. But I feel like as far as a concert goes, like I said, it could make things a little bit more complicated if you just say, hey, I don't want you to go with me anymore because maybe you guys resolve things until then. I don't know. And even if you don't resolve things, like it just, you don't know what the future will hold and it's possible that, you know, she'll be like, hey, I'm sorry, I haven't been listening to your problems. And I would just say it's a little bit too early to just be like, hey, I don't want you going with me because you never know what might change. And like I said, yeah, it might not change. It might not change. But you know what? Go to the concert, have a good time, and then, you know, figure things out. But Again, that's just my advice and you don't have to follow it. Now I'm reading a DM. They said, Hey, Sister Spill, I could really use some advice. Me and my boyfriend, who we will call Jack, have been together for four months now. A little while before we got together, Jack and my best friend, we'll call her Amy, had a bit of a thing. They were never official. Eventually, Amy had told Jack that she was no longer interested in him and that they had to go separate ways, so they did. About two months later, me and Jack started talking, but at the same time, Amy started coming back into the picture and started flirting with Jack. The worst part is that Jack flirted back. They did this behind my back for a little while. I found out because of some of our mutual friends who knew about this. 
Eventually, me and Jack made it official, but sometimes he acts a little distant from me and is constantly around Amy. He says that he doesn't like her anymore, but he still acts like he has feelings for her. Same goes for Amy. I'm not sure if I should take his word for it and stay with him because I love him, or if I should leave him. Thanks so much for reading this. Sorry if it's a bit confusing. All right, let me just tell you now, that is a red flag. It's a pretty big red flag, and I don't want to just ruin things for you or be pessimistic because I am an optimist. I I really, really am an optimist. I see the good in everyone, and I want to see the best side and believe that people have true intentions, but at the same time, because of some recent experiences and things that I've heard that have happened to other people, even the people with the purest seeming intentions are capable of, you know, doing things to hurt you. And I'm not saying that it's the case with Jack, but I'm saying that because of people's track record with doing things like this and the patterns that I've seen, Jack is probably not the one for you. And, you know, I hate to say that, like I said, because I want to, to be optimistic and say, yeah, you know what? It's totally fine, girl. But I want to protect you from going through something that so many girls have gone through and that I have dealt with before. And you don't want to, you know, be a year down the road into a relationship and find out that he's been cheating on you with Amy or something like that. And I'm not saying that's going to happen. Again, I'm sorry if I'm being harsh about this, but, you know, like I said, I see patterns with these kind of actions and this type of behavior and a lot of times it all ends up with the girl getting hurt and so I'm just letting you know that definitely is a red flag and I'm not saying straight up oh you know you need to break up with him right now I'm just saying be cautious really evaluate whether or not it is that you should stay with him and make the decision that feels right to you but I would say from an outside perspective this probably isn't good news uh it's definitely something that if you have brought up to him before and he's like, no, no, we're just friends. I don't like her anymore. You know, but he, you know, his actions are showing otherwise. I wouldn't believe that because you know what? Actions speak louder than words. And if he's telling you all this stuff, but not actually showing you that he likes you and he doesn't like Amy anymore, that is where the problems occur because he is not taking the time to show you, hey, you know what? I'm going to not hang out with Amy as much anymore or I'm not going to hang out with her at all because I just care about you and I prioritize our relationship. He's, he's not doing that. And so what it seems to me is that he is keeping Amy around because she gives him attention. She flirts with him. She likes him and it, it makes him feel good, but you can't have a guy like that in your life, you know? Like, it's just not right. It's not right for someone to be claiming that he cares about you so much and then flirting with your best friend behind your back. And the fact that you guys made it official after that, like, girl, you have so much trust in him because I, after recent experiences, don't think I would do the same. Before, yeah, but I've been, I have dealt with enough now to know, like, how to weed out the bad people for the most part, at least I think I do, we'll see in the future, but I I just think that, like, it's definitely not a great situation, uh, you know, he, he already broke your trust once, and that was when he did that stuff behind your back with Amy, and the fact that you would never have found out unless your mutual friends told you is another huge thing that you should think about, because, 
well, what? Like, he was never going to tell you and neither was Amy. Both of them, to me, seem kind of like not the greatest, most trustworthy people. You know what? And I think, obviously, the Amy thing is is another issue in itself. Like, if she is your, you know, self-proclaimed best friend, why is she flirting with your boyfriend behind your back? Like, immediately gone dropped that's unacceptable she knows better that's not right at all so amy i i don't know but if i were you i would not want to be friends with amy um but jack you know i'd say keep an eye on him but personally i don't think that that is a very good sign i don't think that it's a relationship that would last long if from the beginning there was no trust um it it, it's not looking super great to me but at the same time I know you've been with him for four months and you love him and you care about him very much and it's not an easy thing to do or hear me say this so you know like I said go with your gut do what you will with what I've said but I would say it's not it's it's not great that your boyfriend and best friend have been spending time together especially after they have history together if it was just like oh you know, they're hanging out sometimes because they've made friends with each other. Fine. Great. But because they have history, that's where things get tricky because it's like, okay, she now only wants him because someone else got him, you know? It's like that the, the saying where it goes, you want things that you can't have. Like the second that she said that she didn't, you know, want anything with Jack and then you started being with Jack, she was like, oh, wait, but I do want that, you know, because she saw someone else having it. We all know that feeling. So I just feel like there's definitely something sketch going on here and you should dig deeper into it and decide what's best for you. This next person said, I think I feel in love with my best friend. For some context, I'm friends with triplets, two girls and one boy. I've been friends with the girls since elementary school. Then in middle school, I became friends with a boy. Around the end of sixth grade, he told me he liked me. I didn't feel the same way. I felt like if I rejected him, we would no longer be friends, so I dated him. In retrospect, I should have rejected him. It took about two weeks for me to break up with him. Only a couple days after, we went into lockdown. I didn't speak to any of them for one and a half years. A month ago, we started school again in person. For the first couple of weeks, I did not speak to any of them because I thought they hated me since I dated the guy knowing I didn't like him. Recently, we started to speak again. About a week ago, week ago, I gave them my phone number, and since then, the guy has started to text me every day. Good morning and goodnight texts and checkup texts. The thing is, he has a girlfriend. He seems genuinely happy, so it didn't bother me at first. The thing that completely bothers me is that he acts completely different in texts than in person. When I do see him, he acts as if we were just friends. Maybe that is how he feels about me, but that's not how I feel. The more he texts me and the more I hang out with him, the more I like him. I don't want to break him, up, break him and his girlfriend up, but I can't help how I feel. What should I do? Should I tell him how I feel? I'm sorry that this is extremely long, but I needed to get this off my chest. Thank you for reading. Keep up the amazing work. All right. So, you know, it's so hard because I try not to be biased in this situation because I'm like, you know what? I'm trying to help see from your side and then like the other people involved, their sides. You know, I'm trying to give you the best, most balanced advice. But this is a definitely a difficult situation because on one hand, I'm like, oh, you know what? I want you to be happy. You know what? If he's acting like you like, he likes you, you should tell him. But at the same time, I would say overall, overall, again, you don't have to follow this advice, but I don't know if it's the best idea to tell him that you like him. At least not while he's in a relationship. If they break up, sure, 
go ahead. But I feel like because he is in a relationship and he has seemed happy, maybe he's not. Who knows? Maybe he's flirting with you and he doesn't care about his girlfriend, which would be wrong. But you know what? I feel like as long as he's in a relationship, you don't want to disrupt that. And I can tell that you're hesitant about that. And that's like, you know, I'm not saying that you're trying to break them up because I know you're not. But I feel like it would be the best thing for you to do um, to not say anything while they're still together because I mean imagine you're that girl imagine you know you guys are dating and then this other girl from his past his ex is suddenly like confessing her feelings to him and now you have to feel insecure about oh you know what what if my boyfriend likes her instead what if he's gonna leave me for her you know and I'm not saying that that's your fault like you feel how you feel and if he were to leave his girlfriend that's his thing and it's not your fault right but I feel like any there's no reason for you to disrupt his relationship right now. Again, not saying you have bad intentions. I, I can sense that you don't. Like, don't worry. But I feel like it might be better if you keep it to yourself, see how their relationship goes. And, you know, I don't know how long they've been together for, but maybe they only last for a month or something like that. And they break up. I'm not saying the day after they break up, you go and be like, hey, I really like you. But that would be a better time to tell him because then you know that if they do break up, it had nothing to do with you. You don't have to deal with like guilt, feeling like you broke up the relationship, anything like that. I feel like telling him while he's in relationship complicates things so much more and, you know, maybe it it goes badly because he is in a relationship. So I would say, you know, if they last, that's your sign that you should just move on. If they don't last, then that is your sign that, you know what, maybe they didn't last for a reason. Maybe I connected him with a reason, reconnected with him and with a, reconnected with him for a reason and I should pursue this. You never know and I just think definitely do some thinking about it before and you got to make sure that, because you said you think you're in love with your best friend. I want you to make sure that how you feel is how you feel because the last thing you want to do is get into a relationship with him again and then, you know, upset him again because you are backing out or you're like maybe I didn't feel as strongly as I thought I did because you know the first time around obviously you guys dated when you didn't have those feelings for him and you just don't want to jump into something again with him without knowing for sure how you feel because again with him like if he's questioning whether or not to get into a relationship with you again he's going to be like hey well this happened last time how do I know it's true this time so definitely do some thinking with yourself and confirm that this is how you really feel about him and if so that's totally fine and if you feel like it's the best course of action for you to just tell him that and get it off your chest no matter what his reaction is that is totally understandable However, my advice to you is to probably not say anything to him while he's still in a relationship, but I can also see it going both ways. So like I said, this is definitely a hard choice to make, but you know, do what's best for you and please give me updates on this because this is definitely um, an interesting situation. I really want to know what happens, but I'm glad that you've reconnected with the triplets and that you guys are like talking again and hanging out and I think it's definitely kind of sketchy of him to be texting you like good morning and good night text when he literally has a girlfriend. That's also kind of another red flag. Like, yes, I know that that it could show that he cares about you more than anyone else or whatever, but think about that girl. You know what I mean? Like if you were that girl and you your boyfriend was sending good morning and good night text to another girl, like you'd probably be upset. So, you know, it is a little bit of a red flag that he is doing all of this stuff 
with you and talking to you like this while he's in a relationship and so if you guys ever got into a relationship like what would he do the same with another girl so i'm just warning you it may not be the best sign that he's doing all this when he's in a relationship because i don't know that it shows that much respect for his girlfriend but you know i don't know him and i don't know the situation perfectly so please update me Okay, so this next person said, Hi, I just wanted to say that I love and appreciate your podcast so much. I hope your school is going well. Thank you so much. So sweet. Um, Update for the emetophobia. Oh, if you guys remember this person. If not, it's fine. But this person asked for advice before. Um, I never fully talked to my mom, but I know that she wants me to finish the book, so I think that's what I will do. The book is written by an actual therapist, and I already feel a bit better and can tell my parents are supporting me. That's great. Very glad to hear that. Um, but here's my new problem. So, I've had a crush on this boy who we will call Jacob. I've liked him for about a year now and was planning on telling him I liked him when that week my good friend, who we will call Tanya, told me that she found out that Jacob liked her. I pretended to be unbothered. A few weeks later, I found out that they are now dating. I'm happy that my friend is with him and happy. I'm happy that my friend is with him and she's happy, yet I'm still so jealous. I think that relationships at our age are the silliest thing, but still... I don't want to be jealous, and now whenever I see Tanya, that's all I can think about, and I feel so bad. Tanya is aware that I like him, and I can tell she feels bad, but she also feels uncomfortable, so I never bring up bring it up. What should I do? Okay, so honestly, you're probably not gonna, gonna like this answer, but there isn't much you can do, and I hate that, and it's an uncomfortable situation, but you know what? Only time will tell. Maybe they break up. Um, not wishing that on them, but you know, maybe they break up. Maybe you get a new crush. Maybe you get over him. Who knows? Who knows? But I feel like right now there is nothing you can do. And I feel like bringing it up to Tanya, like you said, would make her feel a little bit uncomfortable because it's like, you know, what can she do? It's, you know, it's not her fault that the guy you like likes her, you know what I mean? So I can see from her perspective why that would be uncomfortable, but it also sucks because I'm like, ugh you know what, like, I've been in, I remember in, like, elementary school, I had, like, a similar situation, um, and it's not a fun situation to be in, of course, like, I, I totally don't blame you for that, and I would feel very jealous if I were you too, I am, like, a kind of a jealous person, so it would be a very difficult situation for me to navigate, and, you know, you're doing great in this by trying to keep your distance and not, you know, making her too uncomfortable, but, you know, it, it is a hard thing and it's totally valid to feel jealous because you literally like him and you know he found you you found out that he's dating one of your good friends so it's not it's not a fun situation but i will say that again time will tell things will happen you'll move on someone will move on whatever and until then there's nothing that you can do about it because one obviously you don't want to break up the relationship two you don't want to make your friend uncomfortable and three there there's only so much that you can do i mean the only logical thing to do is just support them maybe support them from a distance if it hurts you a lot like you know maybe distance yourself from tanya a little bit not in a rude way but more just like you know backing up a little bit because you want to give her space with with jacob i think was that the name i don't know i gotta check but give her her space um yes jacob 
give her space and let her, you know, be happy. And I'm glad that you're happy for her. Um, but as far as the jealousy goes, I don't know that there is anything to get rid of that other than time. That's, that's what I will say about this is I know it's a simple answer and maybe it's not super helpful, but time will tell and you never know how you're going to feel a couple weeks down the road or a couple months, you know, maybe it takes you a while to go get over him. That's totally fine. But as of now, they are in a relationship. There's nothing in your control about that. There's nothing you can change about that. So the only thing you can do is move forward and try and focus on things that will make you happy and distract you from the jealousy that you feel. And you know what? Like I said, maybe that means not talking to them as much or distancing yourself or whatever so that you don't have to see them constantly together. And maybe that will help you heal a little bit. But I don't know. Everyone's different. So let me know how it goes. And I'm sorry that this is happening to you because if I were you, I would be upset too. Okay, so someone said, I am in a new school and I did a class again, but now I'm in a class and everyone is so much younger. In my old class, I was already one of the oldest. I'm turning 14 soon and I'm in a class with 11 to 12 year olds now and I find it really hard to communicate sometimes. So if you could give me advice, that would be amazing. Thank you. Um, Okay, so basically what you're saying is that you... I can't tell if this is you're, you're redoing a class or you're just in a class with younger people. Either way, I can see that you're in a class with with people who are, you know, like one to two years younger than you and you don't know how to communicate with them is what I'm getting. Well, from my experience, people who are even one year younger than you or two years younger than you are not too different. And yes, I know we all like to joke like when we're in high school, like, haha, like you're, you're freshmen, like you just act so immature. But you know what? We got to give them some credit. Like people, people, there isn't like an insane amount, I guess, in select people, but there isn't like an insane amount of like maturity difference between like a freshman and a sophomore or like a sophomore and a junior or something, you know, like, yes, there is like a subtle difference, but in general, like we're all teenagers, we're all dealing with similar things. Yes, we get smarter each year and we mature and act less crazy each year, but like it it shouldn't make that much of a difference being 14 and talking to like a 12-year-old. I can see 11-year-old cuz that's like a pretty big difference and so I don't blame you for that. And as far as communicating communicating with them, just be kind of like, you know, an older influence for them. A lot of people maybe are intimidated by the fact that you're older and they know that you're older and maybe they don't reach out as much or maybe they act certain ways around you, but I think that it would be a good opportunity for you to like be that older person that they look up to because, you know, even when I was like a freshman, I thought like juniors were like so crazy and like they were cool, you know what I'm saying? So it's a very good time for you to just be like, hey, what's your name? Oh, you know, what grade are you in? Oh, cool. Yeah. Oh, why are you taking this class? Whatever. Like make small talk with them and make it, you know, cause you never know, maybe they're a little bit intimidated by you because you're an older person in the class. And you know, it, it definitely can be hard to communicate with people who are younger than you. So I don't blame you. Um, definitely not like invalidating that because if I were you, I, I would like, you know, even as a senior now, I wouldn't really want to be in a class full of juniors that I didn't know and didn't want to talk to because they're not my grade. They don't share the same experiences as me. So I would say the best thing you can do is try and just introduce yourself to other people and say whatever you can to create small talk. 
and soon enough people will get to know you in the class and you know the communication itself shouldn't be very different I mean you all use the same words so it should be fine they should understand everything that you're getting across but you know as far as being friendly with people and making friends in that class and things like that I wouldn't worry it will come with time and it can be hard to do that with people younger than you but um I have faith that things will go well and all you have to do is just be super friendly and show them that you are that older person that they can, you know, think that, you know, you're cool or they can look up to you or whatever it is, but just be a a solid person in their mind of someone who is reliable and someone who is a cool person to talk to in class. Um, that's kind of all the advice I have for you because I'm not sure what else to say, but, um, you know, the lack of details made it a little bit hard to give advice, but hopefully that helped at least a little bit. So yeah, that is all the advice I'm giving for this episode. I hope that that was pretty good. And now I'm just going to talk about a little bit of tea. Like I've been saying for a while now, there has not been very much tea. So, you know, this will be pretty brief, but, um, there was a, there was a song that Nikita Dragon, Dragoon, Dragon, whatever, came out with, um, I want to say like last week or even like the last couple days, um, called D-I-C-K, so very, um, appropriate title there, but yeah, so she made this song and it was kind of like a, I don't even know, it wasn't a diss track, it wasn't a diss track, but like she definitely included a lot of people's names in it and one of those names was Harry Jowsey, who, if you guys don't know, he was on a Netflix reality TV show called Too Hot to Handle, um, and now he's decently big on TikTok and hangs out with all the influencers and all that, so he's made his way from reality TV world to the influencer world, which is quite interesting in itself, but he was basically um, seen in her music video, um, and not because he was willingly participating in it, but because she inserted a picture of him and it was him with like his shirt off or something like that, like standing. And it was basically exposing the fact that they hooked up. And as you guys, I'm sure are aware, Nikita is transgender. So born male and then transitioned into female. And so a lot of people, there's just the stigma around, oh, you know what? Like, you know, having like uh, a relationship with someone who was born a male and you are a male or whatever, you know, so there's like a, not, I don't think like that, obviously, but some people are very judgmental and they're like, oh, you know what? Like, I can't believe you, you, you had a thing with, with her, like she's transgender, like she's different, whatever. And it's honestly such a, like, I'm not a fan of Nikita at all whatsoever, but it's just so sad the things that people will say to her and other trans people, um, just because, they are a part of that community and it's not fair because they are the gender that they are now and there's nothing people can do about that and it doesn't mean that they should be treated any differently and so the whole thing with Harry Jowsey was that she basically exposed him for having a thing with her and of course people were like oh Harry like you did this you did that but what really surprised me was that Harry actually went on a podcast I believe it was Josh Richards podcast BFF's podcast and he was like yeah 
yeah, we had a thing, you know, um, I'm, I'm fully gonna say that, I'm not gonna hide it like some people like to, I'm not ashamed of it, I don't think there's anything wrong with it, people should not be hating about this, Nikita's great, I kind of wish that I knew I was gonna be in this video, because I guess Nikita didn't tell, like, anyone that she was gonna mention their names, or put pictures of them in the, the video, which I think was wrong, but he was like, you know, no hard feelings, I, yeah, it happened, and there's such a stigma, and people will judge, but I don't care, and it was very, very mature, I suggest you guys listen to, like, what he said, because I feel like more guys should be like that, it's like, it's not a big deal, it's not a big deal, so what, she's a girl, she's a girl, not a big deal, and I really applaud him for that, again, not, I'm not a fan of him or Nikita, but the fact that he said that was definitely, um, a great thing and, and hopefully change the minds of some guys who maybe have had a stigma around this whole kind of situation. So yeah, that was kind of some tea that went on. Um, also, I, oh yeah, Dixie and Noah had their one year anniversary like two days ago or something like that. So very happy for them. I can't believe it's been a year since they've been dating, but at the same time, it also feels like forever. So I don't know. It's weird. Um, but yeah, I'm very happy for them. I feel like they do match each other well. Like at first, when they first got together, I was like, you know what? This is such a weird match. Like I, is this real? But then they like actually started getting comfortable with each other. And then we started to see more of their relationship online and also through like part of what I watched on the, the D'Amelio show on Hulu, like they definitely have a really good relationship. They're like opposite in a lot of ways, but it fits. It weirdly fits. So I wish them the best. I honestly, like, I think they're really cute together and hopefully it lasts for a while. Um, but yeah, that's, that's kind of what I've noticed. And then other tea, I'm trying to think of like, what is very significant? Like, okay. Something that actually I, I can think of is that Tana Mojo was on a podcast, don't remember which one, um, wasn't Josh's podcast for sure, because she was talking about Nessa, but it was maybe, my god, I can't remember whose podcast it was, but she was on someone's podcast, and she was basically, like, the topic of Nessa came up, and she was talking about how she thinks Nessa is, like, this great person, she has a really close relationship with Nessa, and that if people knew her side of the story, Nessa's side of the story, regarding the whole Mads, Jaden, Josh thing, the whole drama a couple months ago, that people would not hate her like they do now, but she chooses to have the hate on her because she just doesn't want it to go to other people, according to Tana, and um, she, you know, she just doesn't want to deal with it, Sorry, I'm yawning. Um, and so basically she said that if everyone knew the truth, like they would not hate Nessa. And a lot of people have been thinking about this and been like, you know what? Maybe she's right. Like there is some truth to this. Like I think maybe there's something that we don't know about Josh. And there's probably a lot that we looked over and we just jumped to conclusions and started hating her. Um, but yeah, it's kind of an interesting thing. She talked about it twice, once on a podcast and then once when asked uh, about it by paparazzi, but she basically just said that she loves Nessa a lot, good relationship with her, and that people, you know, she wishes people knew the truth because Nessa is not the bad guy that people make her out to be. And I definitely think that's interesting. Obviously, we only saw a one 
sided story from social media because Nessa and Jaden were pretty quiet about the entire thing. Nessa especially, I mean, she barely said anything throughout the entire situation, which is, it's her right, you know, she doesn't have to say anything she's not obligated to. But again, it's like, if I were Nessa, I would not want that much hate going on me knowing that everything they said was false or something like that. And I'm not saying that everything was false. I think that each and every one of them played a part, a wrongful part in this situation. And I don't think that any of them are completely innocent or completely guilty. I just think that there's so much that we know and don't know and that we never will know. And so, yeah, I think people should lay off Nessa. If they're still in their, her comment section commenting, oh, you're such a horrible friend, you're terrible, whatever. Like, that's just ridiculous. Just move on. If you don't like her, you don't like her. I'm not a fan of her. I'm not a fan of Jaden. I'm not a fan of Mads and I'm not a fan of Josh, but you know, from what I've judged on social media, what Nessa and Jaden did partially was wrong and I don't know what else could be said about it or if anything else will be said about it. Um, but it's interesting that this is coming up and how people are kind of shifting their perspectives and, and thinking like, you know what, what if we were wrong about Nessa? Now, at the same time, this is not the first time that Nessa's been in controversy. So we're not just going to be like, oh, you know what, we're just going to move on because you know, she's done some other things that were not super acceptable. But again, we're not going to perpetuate this cancel culture and be like, oh, she did this one thing and she's ruined for life and we're never going to forget it. Like, no, it's it's not fair. If someone brought up something that I did in like middle school where, you know, I, I was ashamed of it or I didn't like it and just continually brought that up throughout my entire life, like I would be upset. So just imagine how these influencers feel when people keep up bringing their past drama. Not saying that it shouldn't be talked about and that they shouldn't learn from their mistakes, but at some point it's like enough, you know what? Enough. It's almost like an obsession. So yeah, I don't know what to think about the whole the whole thing, but I feel like there is some truth to what Tana is saying. However, I don't know how much truth there is to it. I don't know how innocent she was in the situation. And if she was so innocent, why hasn't she said anything? But I also get it. So I don't know. Let me know what you guys think about this. But um, as far as that goes, that is all the tea I'm going to talk about this week. And if you guys listen to this episode all the way through, DM me what you're going to be for Halloween, or at least like if you have an idea in hand. Um, or if you don't have an idea, let me know. Be like, I don't know what I'm being for Halloween because me neither. I'm probably not going to dress up as anything at all. The only reason I would ever do that is like if I were going to a Halloween party or had some sort of event, like I wouldn't literally just dress up in my room for Halloween. Like there's no reason to, and I'm too old to go trick-or-treating. So (laughs) there's no reason for me to dress up. Uh, So I don't think I'm going to be anything this year, but let me know if you guys are, if you have any plans, maybe you're going to go as a group with your friends and all be like matching fairies or something like that. I don't know. I saw like something that was like the Winx Club and that's like a fairy group, I think. Um, but they, it was like a cute group costume. There's so many cute group costumes out there. I'm like, oh, I wish I had a reason to dress up, but you know what? I don't think I do. So let me know if you guys are going with a group, have some cool idea planned, whatever. But if not, also DM me and just be like, no, I have nothing. So yeah. Um, if you want to ask me advice for next week, keep it coming guys. Um, DM me at sisterspillyt on Instagram. You can send me a voice message there or just send me a message or at spillcastofficial, which is my actual podcast account. You can also DM me, sorry, not DM me. You can also email me at sisterspillytt at gmail.com or you can send me a voice message through Anchor, which is just in the description. It's linked in the description of this podcast episode, as is everything else that you need. So I will talk to you guys next week.